0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. At the Milan Miracle. Oh, it's a sad day. It is a sad day in the neighborhood as the Milan Miracle and seven others have been released from their WWE contracts and on an occasion such as this on an occasion such as this we bring you a special episode of DDT Wrestling I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI joined by Doc Manson at Doc Manson Doc, it's only been About 24 hours, but how's life, Bubby? Oh, it's fantastic.
1: It is fantastic. You know why it's fantastic?
0: Why is that? Because it's Friday. It is, in fact, Friday. Uh, Big plans for the weekend? I know you've got big things. In fact, I actually believe that room is a little emptier. Or maybe it's just cleaner. No? I... I, Okay, never mind. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, anyways. uh, Yes, eight Talents, uh, as of this moment, have been released from their contracts. I I just want to say... I gave you one of them. I gave you one of them. I I don't know that I've seen the full
1: list. Um, Are you sure that Talents is the proper descriptor for all of these
0: people? Well, we're going to find out because one of my favorite things to do is when you are uh uninformed, I like to test your production ability. We've spent a good part of the last twenty four hours debating who is the better predictor slash productor. And I think we've come down to just it's quality over quantity, but sides are being drawn. Uh <laughs> So I'm just, you know, if you had to guess, there's eight. So you have seven left after Santino Morella and we'll talk about him and all of them in some extent here on this special episode of DDT Wrestling, DDTPod.com, DDTWrestling at Gmail.com. Well, the one, the one at the top of my mind is
1: one that I am not sure would be on this list. So I'm just going to throw it out there. You tell me if it's on there or not. Uh, right back.
0: He is still employed.
1: Okay, I figured he As, might be a good bet, but at the same time, it is kind of soon. So unless mm-hmm. there was, you know, something like massive had happened on Monday,
0: that would be coming quickly. There are there are big names. Quote. There are some bigger names. There are little names. Hint hint. Wink wink. Nudge nudge. <laughs> and um, names plural. Little names plural. Little names plural.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna say Hornswoggle and Del Torito because they're the only little guys I know. Correct and correct. All right. So there's three. Um, you have what was the f- three. Oh, Santino, Santino Morrell. I'm sad about Santino. Let me just say, um, I still there was that one Royal Rumble where Mick Foley came back and they had the Cobra versus Mr. Sacco, Like that moment in the center of the ring, that was very mm-hmm. entertaining. Um Santino was very entertaining.
0: We'll talk about all of them. I loved Santino. Um but I want to see I want to get all the names out there and then we can go back and forth. So you are missing um three wrestlers, one manager, a manager and a female talent. So I suppose four wrestlers. I should call them all superstars, but uh three male wrestlers, one female wrestler and a manager have all been released. Okay. Um
1: going to the wrestlers first. Mm-hmm. I think a safe bet is Wade Barrett, because we've
0: been seeing that one coming for a while. Correct. And that one is technically they you know, that's the one where it sounds like they've just mutually agreed to end his contract early. Right. And I think they do that I think they have a history of doing that in these I, little. I believe in the next days and weeks we'll hear that with Ryback, like we talked about. Mm. It'll be the same kind of thing. Alright, you've got four, you're halfway there. Okay. Um.
1: I mean, based off of what we saw of him recently, I'm gonna say Damien Sandow.
0: Yeah, I can yeah. tell from your nodding that he's on that list. Yeah, he is. That makes me sad. yeah uh, There are many of these that make me sad, and he's definitely one of them. Uh, you said a manager. How many managers are there? These days. Not many.
1: Who was Alberto's manager when he came back? He had a manager for a little bit there. Who was that? Uh, you're right. Harvey
0: Whippleman. No, <laughs> but you're right. You've got the right guy. Also with Jack Swagger. And ah. Cesaro. Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. Dutch Mantel. Has been released. All right, these two are more NXT people. NXT the female, people? the female, you probably don't care one iota about to the part, point where you probably don't even remember she's on the roster. Uh, and one guy we actually saw on NXT this week, and we'll see you again next week.
1: No, I only know of one match they announced for NXT next week. Yes. Are you kidding? Shitsuke Nakamura, they
0: already let him go? They did. It's a oh sad day. Oh my god! <laughs> they're, they're Why really, would they do that? Because they they're, even they're, of, they're they're putting all of their chips behind Kenta. Hideo right. to Tommy. That makes
1: sense. Um, okay, so Alex Riley's been let go. Um, yes. That actually surprises me because they just repackaged him. They just
0: brought him back. I want to talk about that because of these eight, he might be the one I am – well, I can't say I'm most upset about. He's the one that I'm, I'm most shocked because of that reason. Because they had something that I think really would have worked – and they just let it go. And I'm I, I'm bummed about it. The female in town, I'm just going to tell you, because we could be here all day. Uh, do you even know who Cameron is? Funkadactyl! Okay, then that's the eighth. She had a great match against Asuka not that long ago. Well, great, in quotes, but re- you know. Be sure to remember it, because she's gone. Really? They're the eight. Let me say it again. that makes sense. Damien Sandow, Wade Barrett, Santino Marella... Cameron Hornswoggle, El Torito, Zeb Coulter, and Alex Riley have all been released from their contracts. Uh, we can discuss their legacies in the world wrestling entertainment, or lack thereof. We can discuss where they're heading now. Uh, so, as this hits the ear, to quote one Jason Maltov, he of the New Age Insiders, proud to be part of the NAI experience and the NAI. Uh, group, um, what strikes you most hearing those names? Um,
1: I'm probably most sad about. Well, that, no, I can't even say that. I was gonna say I'm probably most sad about Damian Sandow. Except the writing's been on the wall for a long time now. But like, and while that's sort of true, that I, I I'm most upset about it. I'm also relatively upset about. Santino Marella, because I think he had a lot to offer as an entertainer beyond his wrestling, so I I think that they could have gone places with him. And then, of course, there's also who we were just talking about, um, Alex Riley, whom was in the middle of a push with an interesting gimmick that honestly could have gone so... I think all three of those bother me to some extent. Um I am inclined to agree. Um Even know, Wade I- Barrett honestly bothers me as well. I mean that one we knew about, but at the same time that guy's talented. They just never they just never
0: got it right with him. I don't know why. Well, let's let's start with Wade Barrett and we can we're going to bounce around as we are wont to do here on DDT wrestling. Um you know, he was Wade Barrett of the Nexus. He was Bad News Barrett. He was King Barrett. You know, they really... While on one hand, I want to give WWE credit for giving it the old college try, at the same time, um, it, you would think a guy with that size and that look and that amount of in-ring ability would have had more of a shot in you know, and what's interesting is WWE, while they've never had champions of many different kinds, I don't believe they've ever had a British world champion. Hm. You know, and now granted, British Bulldog, no. The British Bulldog never won he was intercontinental champion, European champion, tag champions, but never had the world title. And I suppose really, when that's the really can you name any other British wrestlers besides British Bulldog that have spent time in WWE? I suppose uh, it's kind of a you know Nigel McGuinness. Uh, not part of WWE, though I wish he was. <laughs> you know, I guess Drew uh, McIntyre, although he might, you know. But even of of the United Kingdom area, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. that they've had an Irish, you know, champion. Hulk Hogan, I suppose, was meant to be an Irishman. but um, So, yes, I, I am sad, but at the same time, just like Sandow, You know, Wade Barrett's been off TV for weeks, and he was the one thing
1: I'll say about Wade Barrett is he was somewhat accident prone, injury mm -hmm. prone. Yes. Um, He had several shoulder injuries, if I recall, over the course of his time. So after he kind of, there was one time he came back, was like in a battle royal, went over the top rope, and like that same night was out again. Yes. And at that point, it was pretty obvious to me that they were never going to do anything substantial with him again. Um, they didn't feel like they could put that sort of pressure upon him. And, yeah. He's just sort of been floundering ever since. But mm-hmm. to your credit, he's got an imposing size. He's got
0: in-ring ability. He could talk. I thought he was a good speaker. Mm-hmm. Um he He's one of those guys, you know, as I looked it up, he is a five-time Intercontinental Champion, and he's those guys, you know, we talked, I believe, yesterday about uh, talents who are kind of, you know, kings of the mid-card, while Wade Barrett seems to be one of those guys. Now, the Intercontinental title didn't have a great reputation at that time, uh, but still, you know, he, he's a five-time Intercontinental Champion. He did win King of the Ring, for whatever that's worth. Um uh, do you have a particular Wade Barrett moment that you remember most fondly? The Nexus. Now, tell me, as someone who... This is in the lost years for DC Matthews. I only remember bits and pieces. As someone who was watching at that time, provided that you were, uh, tell me a little bit about The Nexus and why it was so good.
1: It was because it wasn't... the. F- they made a statement the first night that they came out. Um, not a verbal statement, but, you know, it, through their actions, made a statement. And this, just this, this group of guys came out and just gave this utter mugging to the invincible, quote-unquote, John Cena. They just tore him apart. And not only did they tear him apart, but they tore the ring apart. And this was, you know, after years of this PG era where you only saw sanitized, kid-friendly sort of wrestling. Um, they tore apart the apron and ripped up the canvas. They exposed parts of the ring like as part of that attack. And it was just like this sort of brutality that you weren't used to seeing in the WD- WWE product at that time. I mean, it was relatively, I'm sure, mild by anybody's standards. But the contrast is, I think, what made it stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point that even I think Daniel Bryan was fired over that initial Nexus, um, instance. Yeah, you choking put John out, C- I think
0: Justin Roberts. He was choking out Justin Roberts with his necktie, and I thought that was what got him fired. I, I think he might have
1: put Cena into a crossface as well, and that was you know sort of in that period where ah uh, we weren't don't use don't
0: use the crossface. Yeah, so
1: era. it was a lot of things happening all at once and I mean, him coming to the forefront Wade, that is, as the leader of that mm-hmm. sort of movement, he was their voice piece, he was very good at it um, you know, I think that's just sort of cements me in his, my mind that sort of the debut of that entire group is when I think of Wade Barrett that's what
0: I think of now I don't want to, you know, bring all of these talents back to kind of the, what's going on in WWE right now, but Husky Harris, who was so good yeah, while well, he's Slater, Michael um, McGillicuddy, other people as well. <laughs> was Titus O'Neil part of that group, or was that later? Ah,
1: I can't remember. Um, I, I I do get the Nexus and um, what was that other group they formed after that? The
0: Core C O R R Yeah, I get them. I those kind of get mixed yeah. up,
1: jumbled in my mind a little bit.
0: Now my question, you know, when we're talking about, we, we've been talking a lot in the last few weeks about Gallows and Anderson. Should we have seen something like that from them? Now, granted, there's only two of them, but they went after the Usos and they got involved in the AJ Styles thing, but I wonder if people were hoping for a kind of Nexus debut from them, where they just destroyed talents randomly and kind of just caused general chaos for a while. Uh, yes. All right. My My memory, and this is you know it's a very silly thing but I'm a very silly person uh the just the whole idea that uh in order to signal for your finishing move you would take your elbow pad and turn it inside out because a red bull hammer was uh, seemingly stronger than a black bull hammer i i you know i i enjoyed wade barrett i was not in love with the talent or the guy uh but of these 8 he might be the one who lands on his feet the easiest. I don't know if he's going to transition into acting or if he's going to try wrestling somewhere else, but I would imagine that guy slots into TNA or Lucha Underground or just goes back to the UK and can be a main event talent.
1: I'm not sure that you can say slots into TNA as a viable... Alternative anymore. Well,
0: you know, he's not your typical Ring of Honor guy. Ring of Honor doesn't tend to bring in, with the exception of Colt Cabana. Apparently, um, doesn't tend to bring in, you know, returning talent. Well, they bring in returning talent, but not new talent. Um, You know, TNA is a alternative where some of these guys tend to go. You know, Sylvester get paid. Sylvester LeFort and Marcus Louis are there now. Not that that means anything, but. All right. Yeah, all right. Um, Damien Sandow, Yeah. It hurts, but at the same time, it's almost... I'm almost just glad that they took old Damien and put him out of his misery, because... What was that
1: about? Like, I still don't understand. Here's This a- is a guy who was very talented, had a very great style... You know, he was mentored by the same guy as Triple H. You would think that they would have that connection, be good buddies. But the story I always heard was that they thought he was boring and that the crowd didn't react to him, which clearly is not a sustainable position based off of what he did as Mm Mizdow and thereafter. So,
0: When you start off, when you give a guy a gimmick as the intellectual savior... I thought he played it to the I, you know, And again, I missed a lot of that. I'm going to have to go back and see some of it. But that gimmick, you know, fans aren't supposed to immediately connect with someone who goes around saying they're, he's Agreed. smarter than them. Correct. Then he gets the gimmick that Charlie Haas has had, the big show has had, where he's just copying other wrestlers or other pieces of pop culture. And that's when I think fans started to be like, okay, this guy's, you know this guy's got something and then, they gave him garbage and every time he made it work yes and then you give him damien mizdow which should have been a ridiculous go nowhere gimmick and there was a period where it was the biggest thing happening in world wrestling entertainment where miz and mizdow you know he
1: sealed his fate they gave him this gimmick as some sort of punishment for something that we'll never know why and he made it work and the crowd got behind him and just like making yourself on social media turning a punishment around and making it work for yourself is a big no-no apparently mm-hmm. uh and he suffered for it
0: do you think that the brass in WWE uh you know make these snap decisions and then refuse to see any other point of view you know they said Damian Sandow's not gonna be a main event guy and nothing that anyone's gonna do is gonna change their minds. You know, I can bring this back to Tyler Breeze. Vince McMahon reportedly didn't like Tyler Breeze. Maybe he left the show early, maybe they just didn't like the gimmick. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say nothing Tyler Breeze does is gonna salvage his career in the next two or three years. You know, we'll be talking in twenty seventeen, grateful that he finally got the release that he's probably won you know, been after but it just it does seem like they're quick to make a judgment of your talent level and very hesitant to move you once you're there.
1: I agree, which is why the things that Ryback said in his statement, I think that's why all that rings so true for a lot of people who, you know, read his comments mm-hmm. because Yes, absolutely. It seems like that's exactly the case. You get pigeonholed and you don't have the ability to move. So why are you being paid based off your
0: position when you're not allowed to
1: change your position? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. You're a mid-card guy. Your your ceiling is maybe a couple of Intercontinental titles or U.S. titles, and not even that in Sandow's case. I don't know that he held any gold in WWE besides the fake Intercontinental title when Miz was champion. Were mm. they ever tag champions? I don't know. I'm gonna. He had the Money in the Bank briefcase for a while. He did. He did win Money in the Bank, but, you know, it, it makes he you wonder. He lost that to someone, though. He never
1: got to cash it in. He lost it to... I don't remember whom at this point,
0: but... Let's see here. Uh, he did hold the WWE Tag Team title once with The Miz, and he won Money in the Bank, and that was it. He's a yeah. two-time Slammy Award winner. Great. Um... Wow, in 2013, you know, Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine ranks uh, their 500 top wrestlers, and you know, take it with a grain of salt. But in 2013, he was ranked number 50. That's pretty impressive, I would say. Um, do you think he winds up making a splash somewhere else? Maybe. I think he's got the style that he could definitely do it. Um. You know, it's it's a shame that I don't know how much. Wrestling, I've actually seen of him. I've seen a lot of stunt double work. I've seen a lot of him standing outside the ring or standing, you know, on the apron being a tag team partner. But I don't know that I've seen a ten minute match that he's actually been in. You know, I I assume he's a solid worker, but I suppose I don't know for sure. What I remember of him is yes, he had a very sort
1: of physical style to me, relatively reminiscent of Triple H. Um, the way in which he works, and uh, yeah, no, I uh, I always enjoyed him. I, I won't say he was anything, you know, spectacular, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that about Triple H either. He's just a solid worker with a who looks like he's got some
0: brutal style to his physical movements. You know what I mean? Um, Do you have a favorite Sandow memory? You know, we could give him the entire Mizdow run for the the most part. That was yeah, pretty wonderful. I mean, that's probably it. Um,
1: but I mean, I always, I enjoyed the intellectual savior gimmick. You're welcome. I I,
0: I just I thought mm-hmm. I thought he did a good job with all of that. I would go ahead and say it's something that probably a lot of people don't know about, despite the fact that I remember writing about it at one point. It was Sandow sixty. He had like a sixty second uh, weekly spot on WWE.com, and it he did in one minute he did a very nice job of you know expressing some frustration which you know in the end may have not been the wisest thing uh, as we've seen lately but expressing some frustration and he really showed me that he had something there you know i'd like to say that he could go even out on the indies or one of these other promotions and you know make an impact forgive me not just TNA impact. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. But uh you know I really do think there's a lot of potential with that guy. Just don't shave off the beard. You know, he wrestled earlier in his WWE career before he became Damian Sandow, he wrestled without the beard. It it was not a good look for him. He looked like Triple H. He's got the same prominent probiscus to quote Gorilla Monsoon. I see. Uh, all right. <sighs> Let's just continue the trifecta of sadness and talk about Santino. Santino is...
1: I already talked about, I think, my favorite moment, the Cobra of Mr. Sacco showdown. But that was a guy, Santino Morella, who... I mean, he was actually pretty talented in the ring. He was a gifted comedic performer. He had that gift of physical comedy. um, Slapstick, if you will. Yep. And, you know, he could talk. And even with a ridiculous accent that they gave him, he was genuinely entertaining mm-hmm. in almost everything that he did. And what do, I, do you remember his tag team with um, the Black Russian Mare guy? Kozlov? Yes,
0: come on, that what, was brilliant. What kills me about Santino is that he's actually. A very talented wrestler. You almost never got to see it, but if you go up, if you Google some of his early stuff, he had another Russian gimmick, but it was more Rusev that, or he had a Russian gimmick. His Santino's obviously. I mean, he just
1: watched that first match when he came over the barricade With and won the Intercontinental. That was
0: crazy. That was that was crazy. before Santino I remember had the Santino watching Santino character. I remember watching that, and for a second, being like, "Are they really like? Obviously, this is a plant." But they're you know, and then he won. Yes. That was, you know, that was a crazy, crazy moment. But if you watch some of his stuff, I think his name was like Boris Alexiev or something like that. He's a legitimate fighter, and he's opened yep. a wrestling school or a, a UFC MMA kind of training school. Um, I think. Uh, I don't know that he wrestles again. I'm not sure what his neck... You know, He had some neck issues and kind of never really recovered from those. I mean, we were just having the conversation the other day. Are people backstage
1: having that conversation about one Enzo Amore? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, DC. If they're not having that type of discussion about Santino Marella, about putting his talents to use outside of the ring, I don't think they're really having that
0: conversation about anybody. I have to wonder... If sometime this summer he's going to get signed, I don't know if they'll call it a Legends deal. I could see him being a backstage kind of agent guy. And maybe they bring him out every now and then to kind of pop the crowd and play his imaginary trombone and all of that kind of thing. Um, But I could see that happening for him because, you know, I do believe his in ring career is for the most part over. I hope I'm wrong. You know, maybe, I think it is, though. I, I think, he I, said I think so, much. too. Uh, I also believe, I don't necessarily want to transition all the way, but I believe Hornswoggle posted something about, you know, he suffered a neck injury and doctors told him he couldn't wrestle anymore either, which kind of spelled the end for that. No more tadpole splash. No huh? more tadpole splash. Um... I'm going to lump the two together. We can go back to Santino, I suppose, but I'm going to lump the two together because if they stand on top of each other, they make a whole, uh, a tall taller. You are a horrible person. <sighs> I kind of am. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what this means? You know what you can tell mm. right now? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Matthews isn't home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I would have made that joke if somebody would have heard me. Besides Fair you, enough. neighborhood. Uh, thoughts on Hornswoggle and El Torito? Well, I guess they just didn't stack up. Oh, man. (laughs) Why do we have to be so small about this? Uh, I will give them
1: credit. Do you think that they have a short fuse when they hear these (laughs) sorts of comments? Can we
0: stop belittling them, please?
1: I can't help but feel a tiny bit, mad. We are bi- we are
0: bigger men than them. This, <laughs> this, this. I said this. Oh man, this is the last show we'll ever do. <laughs> um,
1: who they are turning over in their graves?
0: They're not dead. <laughs> what do you mean they're not six feet under? That wouldn't have to be only about three, right? Oh man, I I I will give. WWE credit, there was a couple of months where that, that was a legitimate feud. Hornswoggle mm. versus El Tur- They had a Wii LC match. Yes. It wasn't great. I don't no. remember it being terrible, but it wasn't great. They brought I don't out really a- have much to say about these guys. They brought El out st-
1: was clearly very talented. You know, they brought out a stepladder. Hornswoggle clearly was not. I-, I mean, the one thing I'll say about Hornswoggle is... He turned out to be the anonymous Raw general manager. And the son of Vince McMahon. Right.
0: So, I guess that's his career highlight to me. We're never going to get a real in-depth McMahon family documentary. We're never going to get a lot of info on the inside of all of this. But I would love to turn on WWE Network sometime and to be able to watch Steve Austin or Mick Foley or anybody ask Vince McMahon... Explain how the decision was made for Hornswoggle to be your son. What was the thought process? What were you trying to accomplish? Because it just seems so ridiculous.
1: It was supposed to be Mr. Kennedy. That's the thing I've always read. That Ken Kennedy was
0: supposed to be Vince Vince McMahon's son? Oh, man, that would have been really good. But he
1: got fired. Oh, Um, and they had to call an audible on where that story was. But, but
0: again, wouldn't you love to listen to discussions about that with actual facts? And I'm sure that might yes. have happened. I would yes. watch 24 hours of that. I, I would too. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about them. I don't have a lot to say about Cameron. I applaud her for seemingly putting the effort in to improve. It seemed like she was improving, you know. But obvious, um, obviously, there wasn't. a, You know, they kind of were like the, you know, the the woman people are going to boo because she quote unquote can't wrestle is Eva Marie. That position has already been filled. So, I think she's a better wrestler than Eva Marie. She might be. She might be, but she, at least she was in that match against Oscar. Now, again, I can't remember if it was yesterday. Cameron had a
1: better match
0: with Oscar than Eva Marie, Marie had with Oscar. Just saying. And and Cameron tried to pin someone upside down and Eva Marie forgot to kick out. So but again, yeah, the yeah. similarity is there. Um yeah. I don't remember if it was yesterday or today Cameron posted a bunch of stuff about, you know, cyber bullying and telling people who criticize to get out of their mom's basement and all of that. I thought it was pretty
1: amazing how in the same breath of telling people not to cyber bully, she cyberbullied a whole you know
0: It was a bit, a bit a hypocritical category of person. But again, you have to wonder. If, you know, if she knew it was coming, so just decided to publicly say something because she knew her time was up. Um, Who knows? I should have suspected that their time was up was Alex Riley because his interview on NXT, he looked nothing like the character we had been presented up to that point. Yeah, I noticed a slight difference, but yeah, I mean, his hair, hair was slicked back a bit. He didn't look yeah. he looked more clean shaven. I you know, we talked about it. I loved where they were going. You know, me he too? almost had a Raven from ECW kind of look to him. I thought there was a lot there. Just last night I was tweeting about how Zack Ryder and Alex Riley could form this nice well, bitter. T- here's cartoon. the silver.
1: Here's the silver lining. I think they saw the potential. I think they were listening to the show. They heard your idea. They said, "Yes, that's brilliant." But we only need Zach Ryder to do this angle. So, Mr. Riley, you're gone. If Zach Ryder we're takes that spot. This. I'll be okay with it. Yeah, if Zach Ryder. I will now say has though. That- I will say I liked Alex Riley. Um, even the old school Alex Riley with the Miz at the end there when the two of them feuded very briefly this was yeah. really at the end of his inbreed career uh, Alex Riley was a good wrestling talent and now that they had brought him back and they had given him this character that it seemed like he could finally really do something with like he's got more character than half the people on the NXT roster or he did uh, I thought
0: they were really going somewhere I, th- I you know, I think I am. If I had to pick, you know, Sandow's disappointing, Santino's disappointing, but Alex Riley ranks up there solely because where they, they were, were doing going, something with they him. They were doing something, and I really liked it. You know, his career highlight, I'm sure, I you know, did he accompany Miz to the ring when he main evented that WrestleMania? I would imagine I that was around so. then. Um, but his. Of the last year or so, his career highlight was when Kevin Owens was running around doing something and like kicked him in the head just you know he would just happen to be walking by and decided to just kick him in the head uh while chasing probably Sami Zayn so um you know it it is disappointing again he's a guy I think does go to TNA I don't know that he has enough name value to land other places but he could go to TNA and you know do something for free because they don't pay their talents um Man, James Storm must be kicking himself. It's funny. You know, I again, I, the more I think about it, I don't think Eric Young is long for this company. Um, I don't I'm actually surprised they brought in Eric Young. I like
1: Eric Young. I I I liked Eric Young. Yeah. The, the 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 character that he had around the time of team Canada when he first transitioned to being a singles char- singles character and he was this cowardly um you know dudley do right sort of character that was startled every time his little piece of pyro went off when he was doing his entrance there was there was something there there was something to that there was something comical that I really enjoyed. um but as he's just transitioned into this strange, wild man persona this i mean he's basically playing what i think Shawn michael's is in real life now uh
0: i just i don't i don't get it anymore i liked eric young i liked him in team canada he's again a wrestle silly kind of guy um but when he gets serious i don't i i don't care as much
1: I yeah. I don't think he's a very particularly strong in-ring talent. I don't think he's a no. pretty strong talker. No,
0: he's a very good ancillary guy,
1: and if you're
0: going to try to give him a main event spot, something's wrong. I think this, he shows up to lead to Bobby Root. Yeah. You know, here's a TNA guy, maybe they bring another TNA guy out of the woodwork, you know, because Samoa Joe's past is coming back to haunt him. And I think this inevitably leads to Bobby Roode. Um, you know, the NXT take the next NXT TakeOver event is June 8th. Apparently they have announced it's going to be Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor in a cage. I'm guessing that's Finn Balor's last NXT match. Would seem likely. Kind of follows the formula. Um, maybe Bobby Roode shows up there to kind of culminate this. But uh, I don't know. Um, let's get off this... Aranda, I just need to ask you. Are you on Twitter right now? Are you checking your Twitter? Not really. Can you check your notifications? I sent you something that I need you to explain to me.
1: Luke Harper, WWE, has written, Straight Cash Homie.
0: (laughs) I don't know Why? You know, it probably has nothing to do with anything. But why is Luke Harper saying homie? Is this a hint of a new gimmick? Oh, God. <laughs> is he going to team I... up with our truth next? Harpy Truth? Well, that's I'm so what confused. I'm saying. It was so out of left field that I just had to bring it up. Because uh, Luke Harper said straight cash on me and I, and I don't get it He's going to be the new primetime player It's going to be Titus O'Neill And Luke Harper Oh speaking of which Did you watch Smackdown at all? No but I heard about how we're going to make Darren great again Make Darren Young Great again The It's the again that bothers me <laughs> Yeah I, I like Darren Young And I appreciate he's got
1: a little bit of facial hair going on. I appreciate and he's slimmed down a little bit, and at first I kinda thought it was David Otunga.
0: It would actually make a little more sense if it was David Otonga. did you like the segment? No. Apparently Darren Young tweeted Bob Backlund is really old. Yeah, he is. Also, I think
1: he may be insane. Yeah, he is. And both of those things really came through in that promo. I don't know what WWE is thinking. They're not going to control this man. He's he's a great human
0: being, that Bob Backlund. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure I've said it, but I've had the opportunity to see Bob Backlund up close and in person. I've never met him that I'm aware of, but I've seen him on a couple of occasions. Um, being an amateur wrestler, he would show up at state wrestling championships. And as someone who also attended, not participated in, because I wasn't that good, but attended state and regional wrestling championships, I did see him. And then I saw him this past year at a local fair. He was sitting in a lawn chair and just staring at the sky. It was so weird. Like he had a table, he was promoting his book. So he's got a, a, a table, he's sitting in a lawn chair, and he's just staring at the sky. And I'm like, I'd go buy a book, except I don't know what you're doing. I saw him also at a one of these
1: fair type locations, and at he was not sitting in a chair. Uh, this was a few years ago now. Maybe he had more energy then, uh, but he he was just grabbing people and putting them into cross face chicken wings. And Mrs Manson was with me at the time, and she's like, "Oh look, it's one of those wrestling fellows that because this was in." early on when I mean, she knew a little bit about wrestling but she wasn't really watching it that much. She's like, is that somebody that you know? And I was like, oh yeah I know Bob Backlund. And she's like do you want to go say hi? And I just saw him like grab yeah. someone and I was just like, no, we're
0: going to walk very widely yep. around him actually. If you ask for a picture, he will mostly, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing if you give a mass a cookie. If you ask Bob Backlund for a picture, he will try to put you in the crossface chicken wing. If Bob yeah. Backlund tries to put you in the crossface chicken wing, he will succeed. <laughs> and I don't know how f- fake it'll be. <laughs> Correct. Um you know, I, I am morbidly genuinely uncomfortable. I am morbidly intrigued to see where this goes. Apparently, as Darren Young tweeted, they have a legitimate off camera friendship uh that they're just gonna use to carry it. Okay. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but I can't say I'm thrilled with this idea. I, if I they think had it will wanted- bring us some great wrestling silly, but I don't think it's going to last very long. If they had wanted to say make Damien Sandow great again, uh huh, Sandow and Backlund in matching bathrobes, sign me.
1: I legitimately think they're not going to have trouble controlling Bob Backlund, and I think he's going to end up saying something that gets himself off of television
0: pretty quickly. Is this gimmick still around by SummerSlam in August? I'm going to... If it is, it'll be wrapping up. All right. Um, The only person we have not talked about, and then we can... Say goodbye on this special episode of DDT Wrestling. Thank you so much for being a part. Is uh, Zeb Coulter? Speaking of, you know, you want to talk about somebody who should be doing the make blank great again? Doesn't that just sound like something? It does, and I get it. Bob Backlund may or may not have legitimately run for president. We can't tell. Um, Make Darren Young great again, but can't you just hear it with that mustache? Yeah. It, it, it seems, you know, it seems odd, again, uh, if his mobility was really a problem. He spent most of his time on a scooter, and I don't know if that was for show or for reels. But, uh, you know, maybe it just wasn't economical or logical to keep him around. You know, great wrestling mind, like you said, Dutch Mantel, he's been uh, part of wrestling for a very, very long time. But... Um, You know, I'm sad to see. He didn't have
1: much left to contribute. As
0: I'm sad to see him go, if only because the art of the manager is is slowly dwindling. You've got to resurrect it, Doc. Head up to uh, head up to Boston (laughs) and get in there with Frog Valor. And here's the thing: what world do we live
1: in where Zeb Coulter has been let go, but we've retained the services
0: of Jack Swagger? Jack Swagger still can wrestle. But he doesn't. Mm, No. Though Darren Young and Jack Swagger with Bob Backlund as their manager, I'd watch it. Okay. I guess so. I I would say it's, you know, and for all we know, there's more. You know, Ryback's still a question mark. Um, There's still, you know, a lot of other talents that's kind of curious that they're still employed. So this could be the opening salvo of a two- or three-day, two- or three-week even, uh, release fest. So. I suppose you're right. Um, but, yes, you know, it, it, there are some names. You know, you expected Ryback. I wouldn't have been surprised with Swagger, wouldn't have been surprised with Tyler Breeze. Um, Tyler Breeze is too soon. Perhaps, you know. There's a you know, Adam Rose. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do have to believe that there's others coming. Um, I'm just not Bo sure Dallas. when that's going to happen. So, but, uh, you know, it, uh, a somewhat sad day in the world of wrestling. You know, you never like to see good wrestlers or good talents or even good people uh, be released. But I'm sure. I never want know. to see someone lose their job
1: ever. Doesn't matter if I like it. Doesn't matter if I think you're talented. Uh, that was your profession. That was how you made your money. And I don't wish that pretty much on well, anybody. Well, that's so.
0: very kind of you. What a nice thing to say, Doc Manson. Very Just saying. Nice. Um, so, we, we, we've done our weekly show. I didn't, you know, when I was thinking this through, I didn't really think how to end uh, the show. So, what else is new? But, um... If you could... If you could spare, oh, very nice one of very these talents. Nice. Who would it be? I am Vince McMahon's Kanye. I am honestly torn. It would be Damian Sandow, provided they did something. If they're just going to keep him on the roster to get tossed out of Battle Royals early, no. But I'm almost tempted to say Alex Riley just to give him another three or four months with that gimmick to see what he can do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to say the one that you don't say of those two for sure. So, All right. Well, then there we go. I'll say Sandow. You can say Riley.
0: Absolutely. All right. Uh, yeah. I think both of those guys deserved another yeah. shot. For for all the other ones, either their time had come and gone or it just made sense. Uh, you know, both of them. I think there was untapped, yummy wrestling goodness in there uh, to be mm, explored. Yummy. All right. Well, I hope you have not. Well, how does that going to make sense? Thank you. Never mind. I was going to try to transition using spare us, and you're welcome. Uh, there we go. Ah, uh, you're a welcome indeed. Thank you for joining us on this special edition of DDT Wrestling, episode thirty-two. One. No. No, you're 32. right. 32. 31 it was, was 31 yesterday. 31 yesterday? Yes.
1: 31 was yesterday. I was right yesterday and wrong it's today. It's hard to 32. keep track
0: when we're just a pod machine we're a pod over machine here. Pod machine here. I'm telling you, I'm closer than ever to get DDT daily. Wake up with, you know, what time do you usually a- arise in the morning for your job? Mm, 7. So, it wouldn't take much for you to get up just an hour earlier. We could do a 30-minute show Every morning, you know, six to six thirty, DDT A.M. DDT daily. Mm. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Huh? <laughs> Maybe not. All right. My name is DC Matthews. You can find me on Twitter at DC Matthews NAI. Joined as always by the lovely Doc, M- Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Uh, follow him. Follow me. Follow his wife. He called me lovely. Follow his wife at Mrs Manson DDT. Um, Find Doc Manson on Instagram. Did you post any pictures today? I think I did. Really? I'm going to actually have to figure out what Instagram is and how to use it. Good luck with that. (laughs) All right. I'll give you a hint. Why did you post a picture of Emma? Because she's sweaty. Because she's sweaty. Got it. That's it. Got it. And also I, I
1: posted this one just the other day.
0: Oh, AJ Styles falling down the stairs. Okay, so you're going it's for classic. You're going for uh just other stuff. You're not posting all original content. Oh no. Okay. No. Although that, that Emma
1: photo is one that I, I, I screen grabbed myself. Okay. So. But alright.
0: But you're not, it's not just going to be pictures of your meals, the bathrooms you use, and your dog. No, no, no. I, I will intersperse some daily life right. stuff as well. But. All right. Well, follow him on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Head to ddtwrestling.com or ddtpod.com for all of your neighborhood needs. And ddtwrestling at gmail.com. You can join the apparently there's a civil war going on. Team Docker or Team DC. I don't really know how that started. What sides are we on? I don't know. Of what conflict? I, I think it's the whose predictions are better, and I think we've agreed. Yours are generally better; mine are generally more frequent. I would agree, okay, with that. and I'm fine with that. So, uh, be sure to check us out wherever you. So we've agreed to agree. Leave us a review on iTunes. Find us on. S- what are the, Stitcher What are the podcasting you're the, you know, Where can they find us besides iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic can they? Yeah, pretty much anywhere Any sort of podcast directory of choice We should be
1: there um, If we're not Send us an email at DDTWrestling DDTWrestling at gmail.com Or post
0: on the forums At DDTWrestling.com Right, and uh, maybe we can look into rectifying that Anything left you have to say Before we head out into that good night, sir? Corpuscle And I say, boom! We'll see you around the neighborhood.